Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Beard Zone podcast. My name is David. I'm one of the hosts, and now you really know these two guys. Theo, Glenn, how are we doing, gentlemen? Feeling wonderful. Feeling amazing. It's lovely to see your two shining faces right now. Hey. Beards are looking good, fellas. The beards are looking good. People had the question before, is it? Are they really, do they really have beards? Like, we, you know, a constant question. Hope this, hey. Hopefully this answers your questions. Hey, the doubters are always going to be there, but we are not fraudulent people over on our end. So, yes, we do have the beards. We do. Yeah, do Some are a little bit more full, a little bit longer. Some are not so much. That's okay. But, That's you know, okay. di- different lives that we live, right? And, and mm-hmm. we all love football. So there you go. There you, you get go. the end zone, you get the red zone. Now you got the beard zone. Boom. I love it. I love and it. And we do not discriminate any size or color beard over here <laughs> at the beard zone. So don't don't worry about that. All beards are welcome here. All and uh, man, we are just excited to be with you guys. And uh, for if you are being, if you're if you're a newer viewer, and you found us on YouTube, welcome. Hey, we're just three guys who love our beards almost as much as we love the game of football, and we're just here to talk about everything that happens in the NFL and in the college world. So, but, I mean, guys, for our regular people, it's playoff time. It's playoff time. Playoffs? It's playoff time. (laughs) And there is so much to talk about. I mean, what storyline is grabbing you guys the most right now? Man, I I don't even know, man. I think like it's there's there's the playoff talk, and then like I mean, you know, we're gonna get into the coach talk and all that stuff too. But like the coaching carousel is crazy right now. You know, I I I have right. to I have to 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 say the biggest playoff to me for this weekend. It has to be. I know I know my team is in the game, but. Like, it has to be the biggest revenge game of all time. Two revenge, like, revenge versus revenge over here. Like, we're, like this, to me, like, I, it was already, it's already a huge game for me. But, like, dude, this game is, like, the repercussions are massive. So, um, you're, well, yeah. we're talking scenarios, right? So, you got, currently, you got Stafford and the Lions. Then, uh-huh. which is, like, the redemption trade, right? Then you could potentially get the Ravens and Flacco. You could potentially yeah. get a Browns and Bucks Super Bowl, which is incredibly wild to me. And, Shout out. Right. Right. So you got the Eagles who were super hot last year and they're kind of running into that whole are you completely overrated conversation? And now are the Cowboys legit? So we got mm-hmm. multiple storylines going on. And I just can't wait to this Saturday because. It's just gonna be it's gonna be amazing. You got the Chiefs mm-hmm. playing in like sub zero temperatures and in what would normally be like a Green Bay game, right? And yeah, I, I'm just yeah. I'm so ready for it. Give me yeah. a give yeah, me a I mean six pack of beer and let's go. Dude, yeah. I mean, this weekend is gonna be full of just nothing but football, sitting down on the couch, enjoying these games because there is a lot. And I mean a lot of storylines behind every single one of these games. It seems like mm-hmm. the media is building it up more and more as the, as we get closer to that, um, you know, to that day of actual playing the games. One storyline that uh, we we didn't mention: Mike McCarthy is going back and play, or not going back to Green Bay, 
but Mike McCarthy is playing Green Bay, and the Dallas Cowboys have won, I think, what is it, like 18 or 19 straight at home? And Dak Prescott, I mean, look, as much as we as much as much we don't want to buy into the, it's our year, right? We don't want to buy into that because it seems like, you know, every year we buy into the media and the hype and everything else like that, and then they get first rounded or they get, you know, or they lose in the divisional round. But the Dallas Cowboys are hot right now. Jordan Love and the Green Bay Packers, though, they're hot. Mike McCarthy is going to want to play well against his former team. Dallas plays well in Dallas. This is the game that I'm really wanting to watch. Yeah. But the last time that they lost at home was to the Packers. Oh, I did not know that. Now they don't have Aaron Rodgers, and they have a completely different team. However... Um, they're the, playing quite nice. If the Cowboys lose to the to the Jordan Love Packers, destiny. Yes. Lo- like like that's Bryant like, caught like, that ball, <laughs> like, dude. As a Cowboys fan, I don't even know. Like you know, like everyone know everyone has an obnoxious Cowboys fan in their life, right. unfortunately. But it's like, how do you how do you come back from that? How do you come back from that after the season you have? Like you're supposed you're supposed to dominate. This rookie, this quote unquote, like, you know, like he's not a rookie, but this is his first time starting. Like, this is a team that you should easily beat. Get out of my way. I'm moving on. You never say Legion Boys ever again. I don't know. Jordan Love is starting to show. He's starting to show something. Like, like if you look at the last game, he's looking super accurate. The wide receivers are coming around. I don't know. Cowboys better be on their A game. Yeah, I mean, that defense is definitely going to have to show up because Jordan Love has this this team rolling right now, and I think that they're the youngest offense in the NFL right now. So, I mean, nothing but, you know, I mean, Green Bay just gets blessed with, it seems like, quarterback after quarterback after quarterback. It's, like, it doesn't matter. If you're a quarterback in the NFL, fair. you want to... It's not yeah, fair. You, you, I mean, you just you want to land in Green Bay because it seems like, you know, it, it's like the opposite for if you're running back and you get drafted by the Baltimore Ravens. That's the worst case scenario, right? Because that seems to be like a running back graveyard. But in Green Bay, they just have a history of just having these Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say, hey, Jordan Love's already a Hall of Famer because he's not. No, but he no. has the youngest offense in the NFL right now rolling on all cylinders christian watson i believe he's still injured he's not going to be in this game is he do we know this um i think he's on the question i heard he was yeah i heard he was practicing limited all week um okay hey he could be he could be i don't know but okay he he's been he had been practicing limited before and and uh not made it to the game so i i would expect that they're gonna they might try like this is like if you if you're gonna come back for a game, I would expect you it's this one. So we could see him. I, I mean, if if we're gonna have the Packers kind of even be somewhat contenders in this game, especially in Dallas, the Dallas Cowboys defense is spectacular. Bland, the rookie, he's got like what six interceptions, and five of which I think are touchdowns. It's insane. And then yeah. the one thing though is the front four is fine, and the front seven really, but you had Stefan Gilmore go out last week uh, to a late injury that I don't know how that really plays out right now. Uh, Mm -hmm. I don't know who they have coming in, to be honest with y'all, but Jordan love is showing. He has some form of caliber of, or touch to Aaron Rodgers accuracy. 
Yeah, I yeah. don't know if he's got that like weird, you know, you know how Aaron Rodgers was when he was back in Green Bay because we never got to see him as a Jet. But he would just like casually run outside the pocket or just be like, oh, oh, flick the wrist. And next thing you know, it's 80 yards downfield. And you're like, yeah, mm-hmm. what just happened? It, it, yeah. I don't know if it's Jordan loves that type his, of touch. But. Yeah. He's he's really progressed throughout the season. I mean, um, for in the fantasy landscape, like I think it started off as, you know, you're wondering if you have someone that's even usable. Like he was very up and down. But I mean, I, I said it in the beginning and like even not like, this is pre- this is pretty much his rookie season. Like we got to give the guy some time to get acclimated, and I give kudos to the guy, man. You know he has no like we said, it's the youngest um wide um offensive core in the league. Yeah. No quote unquote stars quite yet. It's looking like there's some stars forming there, but um I mean kudos kudos to them, man. I mean and to uh to the coach there to the floor. I mean clearly. You know, it wasn't like, you know, like I like when some superstars leave, all of a sudden you see the yeah. team starts to lose. Yeah, and it, it's it, and it's not been like that at all with Jordan Love. I mean, he's really kind of picked it up and it seems like the team has kind of bought into him. You know, I remember earlier in the year, I don't know if I can't remember the game, but I just remember everyone holding up like the love sign. Right. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. man, this team is completely bought into this young kid. They're surrounding him. They're doing everything that they, you know, possibly can to show him support. It's a young core, so they can definitely grow together. And the one thing that he's doing right is that he's protecting the ball. And that is something that the Dallas Cowboys specialize in is that they turn the ball. They, they, they have the ability to create turnovers on the defensive side. So mm-hmm. if Jordan Love can go into Dallas this weekend and to continue to play the way that he's been playing and protect the ball, we could have a serious game right here. And it possibly could be an upset. I mean, I, I'm sorry, Dallas fans. I'm sorry. But I, I mean, see it. yeah, I, I don't see it. I, I, that's where I disagree. I, I in Jordan Love has to acclimate, right? Is what Theo was saying. Yes. Joe Flacco showed up off the couch and won with the Browns without even looking at the playbook, essentially. And now Jordan Love's been there for three or is it two or three years or whatever. And mm-hmm. he knows the offense. He knows who he's dealing with. He knows the culture and all that stuff. It's Green Bay, though. You have to win. Mm-hmm. I would say that giving them the edge or even close to top competition with the, the Dallas Cowboys right now would be very gracious. And the reason is the defense. Like, who has the number one defense outside of the 49ers in the NFC? It's absolutely the Cowboys because of the turnovers. They yeah, will yeah. give you, they will force you to turn the ball over. And that's what Jordan Love is going to have to focus on not doing. And mm-hmm. he's still very junior as far as experience. And he has a very junior crew on offense. It's, and I don't think Green Bay's defense really has it to compete with. CD Lamb catching like 10 passes for 150 yards. The dude is insane. It's like yeah. d- watching a taller Tyreek Hill. And, yeah. and he Jeez. he might have Look I think he has the most catches this this year, maybe not the most yards, but he he will score a touchdown or two this game, guaranteed. And if if Dak Prescott gets like 2 seconds, it's going to CD Lamb. And and what yeah. really baffles me though with the Cowboys is you had Tony Pollard balling out and then he gets this contract more like Zeke in Disappears. Yeah, I disappears. It, like, it, the run game is going to matter. I don't I don't remember if Aaron Jones or if it's still uh Dylan at running back for the Jones is back. Packers. Oh he is. Oh well Yeah, Jones is back. Mm-hmm. Th- that might change things. Now 
I don't really want to keep going and back to Cowboys are going to win it and everything else. But to me, in this particular match, they're more holistic. They're they're more of the well-rounded package like the 49ers, which the 49ers got the bye. We all know that. So mm-hmm. how this plays out, I want to go with the Cowboys. That's just me. And that's very rare for me to say, anyone who's been listening to this podcast. So Yeah. No, you, you make, well, and you I make mean, solid points, man. Yeah, and you do. I think that the I think that the favorite is the Dallas Cowboys. Actually, the favorite is the Dallas Cowboys. It's not it's not a thought. You know, the Dallas Cowboys are favored to win this game, Um, and and I believe that they probably will because it's it's hard as we've seen. It's hard to go into Dallas and to win, and the way that Dak Prescott has been playing. I mean, we can't we can't say that he's been playing bad because he hasn't been. So you know, I I definitely think that the edge goes better than Patrick Mahomes. For, definitely right yeah i mean a I lot mean, of people I, are playing better than more, that guy he right has now. more listen anyway i'm not gonna even well okay yes right he so but let's go weapons <laughs> but but let's go to stay in the nfc and let's go ahead and i feel like this is kind of another matchup that you know people are like oh you could see an upset but i think the kind of the, the writing is on the wall and it pains me to say i mean you see it I'm wearing it, but the Bucks versus the Eagles this Monday night, they they got it on prime. Like, I don't know why they're doing that to us in Tampa. Like, I appreciate <laughs> it, I guess. But like, dude, just put us in like the afternoon slot, you know, like, I mean, no, man, this, this is realistically where th- th- I, I don't think I don't think that we can win this game. I mean, we, we played the Eagles earlier this year, you know, and I get oh, it. Yeah. Jalen Hurts hasn't been playing good. A.J. Brown's injured. You know, oh, but man, when you look, when you, when you look, when you look at it, man, when you look at hey, look, I, I was I was the only one to believe in Baker this year on this podcast. OK, you fair. were I was fair. I was you the were. only one to believe in him earlier this year. So <laughs> to to take the words out of Glenn's mouth, I am a realist for my team and I can criticize my team and the way that they and now if they won the last two games. If they beat the Saints and they and they came down the stretch six and zero, okay. But they lost to the Saints in a pretty ugly fashion, and then they went into yeah. Carolina against the worst team in the NFL, and they couldn't even score a touchdown. Now you're going up against one of the better defenses in the league. Yeah. One of the better. Mm, no, they've been playing pretty good. What? Dude, someone check his. The, I mean, not now. Okay. Did you see the last game? Or the last? Okay, game? I get it. The Giants, the Giants. Right? Oh, the Cardinals too. Okay, all right. Yeah, let's let's be real. Now, but, yeah. but, the do you see? Do you see? Do you see game. Baker? Do you see Baker and the Bucks winning this? Yes, uh, yes, I do. <laughs> oh, Jesus, guy, this now, guy. Uh, so now, Jalen, now he's Jalen drinking hurts. the Baker juice. Okay, uh-huh. okay. Hey, you know, we're fans, all right? And and I doubted him the entire way, and it was a prove-it year, and he has absolutely proven it. So yes. you gotta give it the to him. Eagles are not the same as last year at all. They may have gotten no. more talent. They may have retained a bunch of people, but they're not the same team. Jalen Hurts, outside of the tush push, relatively mediocre. It, it's like watching Dak Prescott last year. You know, mm. A.J. Brown, I think, got hurt uh, late game, too. You have... yeah. A very decent run game. Their defense, I, 
I'm still trying to figure out how they're getting just blown away with very simple run game, not so much like trickery deep passes and stuff like that. Like you had Darius Slay and all these other dudes, and then I, I yeah, they were no. the cream of the crop outside of the 49ers and the 49ers are historically a pretty decent team. Philly is pretty ruthless as far as how they play, right? It's usually the run and gun type team and those defense with Fletcher Cox been there forever has been fantastic over the course of probably what the last five to seven years. So Mm -hmm. what are we seeing? I think is an, an organizational implosion similar to how we thought we saw with the Browns historically. And now they have, being they're fantastic now and you have a good quarterback you have good running backs you have a good coaching staff so what's the problem are you guys just not mentally synced because you lost to the to the giants and to the cardinals and i'm kyler murray's back i got that whatever but it's the cardinals they bottom barrel team this year and the giants yeah i don't even know how they have fans this year I, it's you lost it's to like, a, Devito. The dude's got like a, a a mafioso type agent, literally dressed on the sidelines. And yeah. well, it was Taylor. Yeah. Oh, Tyrod was beast, dude. Ty, Tyrod yeah. came out and was like, "Listen, y'all, I know I'm old. I know I've been around. I got like the laundry list of injuries. Injuries. And yeah. I'm still legit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Just don't give him the... any shots before the game." I oh, <laughs> um, I would give you know looking at this game, I would actually flip it. I would flip it on what you like. Um, I would say this was the game that I would that I would could see the upset happening rather than the mm-hmm. Dallas the Cowboys Packers game. Um, just for everything that that Glenn just said, and and there's like there's something wrong. There's something wrong with this team. They're not like like they're not the same. And if they don't watch out, a team like like the Bucks that that has been kind of off and on f- throughout the season could step in and do something that no one expects because that's what that's what happens when you have a team that isn't on their game and isn't like the there's something off in the coaching. I think it's clear like losing their offensive and defensive coordinators was a bigger hit than they ever thought. Um, there's something there's something with hurts too, honestly, like. I don't know. I'm they, like there. There is a chink in the armor right now, and you guys have Mike Evans. You know, you you got you got Baker, who's been playing really well all season against that super fraudulent secondary. Um, Godwin has been coming on as of late. Listen, I, this could be a game. I I I'm I'm thinking the the Buccaneers could actually step in to steal here, um, and I wouldn't be too. I wouldn't be super surprised. In fact, you know, I'm taking them taking the bucks i'm i'm with theo i'm taking the bucks too and and here's i might be going on a real long shot here but i think the bucks are playing a lot like the 07 giants oh they were off and on the team that's what i'm so 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 glint we're going to the super bowl play the browns let's get that script dude we're going (laughs) to the super bowl draft team Baker Mayfield is the new Eli Manning, Insane. and well, the Buccaneers. Well, well hey, I'm just—it's just, kind of—if you're gonna—if you're gonna go down there, just dive all in. 
Mm-hmm. Cannonball. Take it all the way. No pun intended. Fire the cannons. Playing man, it's very reminiscent of that year for the Giants. It's just the way we're playing right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, and we are nine and eight. I think that team was nine and seven, seven. right? So, yep. <clears throat> so I mean, I, I don't know, man. I mean, maybe it's just because like I don't want to give up my hopes. I would love to see an upset. You know, I just I would love to see Baker win a playoff game in Tampa because I I really do like Baker. I think that he he's still young enough to where we can definitely build around him. You know, he can be our guy for the next several years. And I just don't, I, I I don't want him to kind of like, cause like I said, it, it's been kind of like a down, like, like a decrease over these last couple of weeks and, and the way that he's played and we haven't gotten into the end zone. And, you know, it's really been the defense that has been stepping up and it's kind of been keeping us in the games or winning us the games. And I just, yeah, I just don't, maybe I just don't want to give up my hopes, but I mean, I mean, Hey, if you guys have been around this podcast for any amount of time, I'm usually the lone wolf between, you know, the three of us. So I'm used to it, but let's go ahead and let's talk about the Browns because they, they are playing. Who are they playing this week? Wow. I just completely blanked out. I thought you were going with the Kansas city and the dolphins, but I I, I can't remember. Yeah. I'm actually kind of, I'm actually not sure who the the Texans. The Texans. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, the Texans. So CJ Stroud. Hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's tough. That's tough. Yeah. Oh, so what's so I, I don't I, I, who who you got? Who you got? You I know what? I'm gonna I, say I, it. I think it's I'm I'm gonna call it. I I'll I'll go ahead and I probably will be standing alone. Maybe I don't know, but I'm thinking that CJ Stroud is gonna take these boys. They're in Houston. It's gonna be a rowdy crowd. You got the national championship kind of aroma in the air. You know, I mean they're gonna be in there, they're gonna be playing against the Browns. It's gonna be two teams that are just, you know, they're 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 hungry for playoff wins and they're hungry for a Super Bowl. But CJ Stroud is clearly the offensive player of the year. So me and Glenn do not have to buy either one a, a jersey because <laughs> our two one guy got injured, the other guy they forgot that he was even on the team, so yeah. they didn't even use him. And so, but CJ Stroud is definitely taking the cake um, for offensive rookie of the year in my book. Um, I'm pretty sure that that is you know kind of it's it, it's pretty equal across the National Football League in my opinion, oh, but. Oh, dude. Okay, oh, yeah, the right, Rams yeah. fan, of course, is taking Puka. Dude, but, Stroud, um, Stroud is so beast, though. Like, he, he's – and I said yeah, this in the beginning. Yeah, he's handedly the mm-hmm. best rookie quarterback of that class. Now, granted, there's, there weren't that oh, many, easily, but he was yeah. handedly better. And oh, you're yeah. going with oh, the yeah. Texans over the Browns. That's <laughs> I, I would have to go – that's hard because the Browns defense has been clicking and just getting after it. Miles Garrett's a freak of nature. Man, um. I um I, I I stuck by one thing throughout the years. Like in the postseason, experience wins. Experience just wins, man. Oh. And more times than not, experience I'm the wolf wins. Again. You're, you are. I'm sorry, <laughs> man. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, with, I, I'm I, with Theo. Flacco, like, come on, we we know what Flacco becomes in the post. Like he's already he's and maybe you know maybe maybe he's come back and it's flipped, and maybe he'll come back in the post and like. We'll see, like the Flacco from the regular season of old, but I don't know, man. Like this, this, this Browns defense is le- like you want to talk about a defense that's legit. Browns defense is nasty. 
as good as Stroud has been, and he has been phenomenal for the season, can't take it away from him. I just, I don't know. I don't know if there's enough, um, that there's enough to kind of get him over the hump here there. They are limping into the playoffs a little bit offensively. Um, There are some guys that that they have been kind of counting on all season that are either really hurt or missing. I know Nico Collins is still there, but Nico Collins himself is a guy that's just been coming into his own. So, like, I don't know, man. Like, I I, I feel like that this Browns defense is going to be out for blood. They're going to be hungry. And Flacco has just been on fire. I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Browns in this one. I'm with you, Theo. I'm, I'm gonna take the Browns as well, but not not to discredit the Texans because the Texans no, have been no. fantastic. Stroud is playing like he's a veteran and he's got the accuracy. Everyone forgets he can actually really run. And Nico Collins, he reminds me of like their Mike Evans, right? He's he's not like mm-hmm. Andre Johnson yet. I'm not gonna say that, but. If they're going to compete, Stroud absolutely cannot turn that ball over to the Browns' defense. You do not give Joe Flacco multiple chances in a game. The Ravens yeah. learned that when and when they went in, I think the last time they hit the playoffs with him, and he turned the ball over like four times or whatever. It's The Texans are going to have a harder time given their junior status and experience has been shown to win in the playoffs. They know how to play in those clutch moments, and their anxiety, their blood pressure, their – their heightened senses of adrenaline, right, are a little bit more honed in. Like, play as you train, right? You train how you fight, stuff like that. And the Texans historically have really not been in the playoffs as much, obviously, as some of the players on the Browns. The Browns are not just a junior team. The Browns are no no uh, stranger to choking, but they're also very senior now. So I think the Browns have the edge especially in this scenario even though they're not playing at home and that is the craziest thing i think i've said in like 30 years <laughs> but the browns have the edge in the playoffs but right I, so I agree. the browns have the edge <laughs> I, I, oh I almost, my gosh my brain almost stopped there <sighs> for a second <laughs> Man, you were like hey, wait a minute hey browns fans i'm I'm so happy for y'all. Though. I mean, just hey, can we talk about moments. the storyline that could have been? Go, go on. The, oh, the, the uh, Deshaun playing Deshaun Watson uh, playing his old the team. Biggest oh, waste of yeah. money or contract yeah. ever. He beats, and this is guys. why they are gonna lose. You know, I, I almost want to read. I almost want to go I'm back because of that, David. I, Come did, on. I, I am completely with you, David, on that. I, I almost want to go you. back. I'm not going to. But oh. they deserve to lose. They just two hundred and thirty million. Why? Why would you do this to someone who has not played for two years? Like they're so like <laughs> all guaranteed. You guaranteed the who does that? Who does that? You do not oh, deserve a championship win. You do not deserve any. Anyway, I love. I like Flacco. I really love what this Browns team has been doing. So I'm gonna stick with them. But you are very right. They don't deserve what they for, for what they did with Deshaun Watson. That was ridiculous. That was poor spending of money. And guess what? They can't even afford to bring Flacco back next season. Even if he does bring them a Super Bowl, they have to let him go because they don't have the money. Oh to my keep gosh, him. dude! If he bring... just give up more draft, <laughs> more draft stock for that. For that what do they do? Trade? What do they do if they win the Super Bowl? 
I don't know. Without him? Know. Be, be no, with Joe. No, with with Joe. Like no, that's what I'm saying. They win it without Deshaun Watson. That'd be oh, without Deshaun. The biggest smack in the face to their investment. Like yeah, it's like exactly. It's like driving. That a would be the most totaling the Ferrari in the second week of owning it, and then getting <laughs> a beat up like Ford Focus that's that's got no transmission. And that is the summary of the Jets season. Ooh, yo, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, all right, let's stay in the AFC though, because you, uh, Glenn, you kind of touched on it again. And honestly, bowl? man, I don't even know what is going to happen in this game because you have the Chiefs, who honestly have not been playing good. You have the well, Miami Dolphins, who let's just be real, not barely. Mm, I mean, hit or miss. Well, mm. And I just it, like who who do you take? Who like which? I, I kind of want to lean towards you guys have been saying experience, right? So experience wins in the playoffs. We've all seen it. Patrick Mahomes has been here now for the past several seasons. This is what he does. And I get it. It's Patrick Mahomes and this is what he does. But unfortunately, none of his receivers catch the ball. So drop, it's drop really. Speed. Yeah. So and and it's going to be cold. So it's even going to be that much harder. Or no, wait, are they? You know, they're playing in Kansas it's City because. It's yeah, they're so I want to lean to Kansas City simply because I, I, I don't see Miami winning the way with the way that they've been playing. And I have to take Patrick Mahomes over Tua, But it's a coin flip for me. I, I, I'm I'm torn. So I, when you look at the the Kansas City Chiefs, they have the most drops in the entire NFL by it's got to be by 20 easily. And. What you paid MVS is not what he's producing. What you're paying Mahomes, I mean, the dude's still making it happen. But when you get Travis Kelsey out of his rhythm and he's not making up routes and it's not backyard football anymore. Oh, I'm Travis Kelsey. Oh. Yeah, right. So. <laughs> My back. And, and he, Damn, I think come he's. Help me. Oh, jeez. Oh. <laughs> but he, I think he's actually fighting through an injury in Pacheco mm-hmm. is still fantastic. I just don't think they're yeah. at the same offensive firepower as they were last year. They were making it happen, but they were clicking. They were actually catching the ball for once. And then their defense surprisingly has just been keeping them in games. And I, they won a game without scoring a touchdown in the second half, which is like the first time I think Patrick Mahomes has done that in his entire career. So, but on the other hand, you have, Tua, who choked to the Bills, and Josh Allen still turned the ball over three times, and the Bills' defense showed up in extraordinary fashion. Now, is Tua still probably one of the most accurate throwers in the NFL? I would agree with that. Tyreek Hill, still big threat, absolutely. It's a track team with Waddle, Tyreek, most And it's Tyreek against Kansas City. And again, and he's going back home to play. Dude, how so much of these are there this weekend? I don't know, but each game, it's like there's a new storyline. So <laughs> the, like, writer, the script writers are fantastic for the NFL. Oh, they, I would love to know. Off. They took they took it from HBO because HBO went down the tubes. So Ooh. I'm just kidding. I, I still I'll still watch it. But so you got you got an interesting matchup between two teams that should be number one, number two seed. And how it played out this year was not the case. The last seven games or so for the Dolphins was why, like watching the Eagles. Like, how are you losing these games? And then you got 
the Chiefs, who are win game, lose game, win game, lose game. And it's like, okay, so let's roll the dice and see how this goes. Okay, Vegas, thank you. And and Las Vegas beat them for like the first time in seven years or something like that. So is it the Chase Claypool effect? Probably. Ooh, saw that. I think Kansas, Kansas City that. losing at home in the playoffs is very rare in the past seven years or so. So I think Patrick Mahomes has the edge here with the Kansas City Chiefs. Andy Reid is no um, stranger to the playoffs. We all know that. And yeah. the one thing I think the Dolphins absolutely have to do is prove that they belong. You mm-hmm. basically choke the second half of the season. You have a junior coach who's got a brilliant mind. You have all the talent in the world. You have an incredibly injured defense. So how do you fight back? I don't think that they win. I don't think the Miami Dolphins win. They have Their defense went from top tier to maybe middle of the pack. They have like three major injuries with Phillips, uh, Chubb, and I can't remember the other guy. Uh, Jalen Ramsey's getting burnt. Let's be real. He got burnt on a fake shimmy from <clears throat> just Stefan Diggs, and he's one of the best route runners in their league, or if yeah. probably the best. Mm-hmm. And he's not that fast. Jalen Ramsey got juked out of his shoes by like, it was just a little head move. Like, dude, you are not the best corner in the league. I'm going to, I will die on that hill. Jalen Ramsey gets burnt yeah. more than anyone else. And he had a two good years. That's no, it. No, no, no. You're being he outplayed was, by a rookie. He, at one point he was, he was in that running. Go Chiefs but, in you this know, one. Even as a Rams fan. Listen, I, for the very opposite reasons, I want to be, I want to do the same. That's the same thing we talked about in the last game. Like, the Chiefs aren't in the team in this one that do not deserve to win. They they expected that they would be able to do the same thing that they did last year. Just run a bunch of nobodies out there at wide receiver to to assist the tight end mm-hmm. and um and uh do and whatever whatever it is that Mahomes whatever else he had thrown um he had to throw to, which is pretty much absolutely nothing. They do not deserve to win this game, but mm. I gotta I gotta take the Chiefs because because of Andy Reid, because of what we what I said before, the you know, they know this game, they've been there before. It's nothing it's nothing, you know, and, and then add in the cold weather, add in the no defense from the Dolphins, add in the 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 fresh environment from most of the guys on that team, and it just it's not shaping up to be a game that the Dolphins can win. But but it is for the script writers, for the script writers. All season, like we said, the Dolphins have been that team that just cannot beat a team that it's a winning team, right? All, all year, they can't do it. How crazy would it be if of the teams that they, they finally beat a winning team and it's the Chiefs, it's the champion Chiefs to knock them out of the playoffs. Like, that would be insane. That would be like... The story that we all kind of could never write, but that came to fruition. I wouldn't be surprised. I would be surprised. I'd be very surprised. But I'd love to see it because, as you guys know, as I've been saying from the beginning of the season, give me a Super Bowl without red, without the, the red of the Chiefs or the, the red of the 49ers. Or give, us, give me two fresh teams, and I'm happy. But I gotta take the Chiefs in this one. I I just I don't I don't the Dolphins got a long, long way to go to to find a way to win this game. Yeah, it's gonna be. I think it's. I don't even know if it's gonna be a good game. I 
I, yeah. I think that out of all of the it's games this like a weekend, foot of snow on the ground. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, out of all of the games this weekend, I just I, I'm not I'm not excited about this because I think I would be if the Miami Dolphins were that Miami Dolphins of the first half of the year. They were healthy, they were explosive, you know, they could outscore anybody in the league. They were looking and Tua was looking like a true MVP candidate, you know, but it seems like that's what they do every year. They 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 go really good and then they kind of slow down and then, you know, they just kind of fade away into, you know, the offseason with the rest of the teams. But Theo, big game for you, your guys this week and your Come boy on. Matthew Stafford is going back home to Detroit. Now, the NFL script writers, I think this is their best one. Yeah, they, went, of, they yeah. went home. OK. Mm-hmm. They they went in on this one this year. You got be good. You got the Rams who are getting healthy and who are getting hot and who are experienced at the right time of year. And they're going into Detroit to face against Dan Campbell and the Detroit Lions, who honestly, they are looking like one of the better teams in the entire NFL. Yeah. I'm gonna let yeah. you start out with your pick this because hey, I'm I'm just I'm taking a sigh of relief that I wasn't a lone wolf for the Chiefs games. So I'm gonna let you start with this one because I'm I kind of want to see what the narrative is. I want I'm gonna hear from you. Where what is your heart? What is your gut telling you? Is is your gut saying Matthew Stafford is gonna show Detroit why they why they should have never gave up on him? Or is the city of Detroit gonna send Matthew Stafford on vacation? I, I'm, um, this game is not hard. I mean, it's not, I'm, I'm taking the Rams, of course. And let, let's, let, let's not even, not even quibble oh, about, of course, <laughs> of course, I'm going to, but I will say that you guys, I think I've said it a few times this year that the Lions are the team that I've been rooting for a second all year. Like happy mm. to like, I'm just so, I'm happy to see everything that's gone down for them. I hate that we have to be the ones to take it all away, but you know, such is life. Um, at the wow. end of the day, at the end of the day, we, we're we're back to the same thing I've been saying over and over again. Like experience, we're we're back to the my experience thing, and, and the Lions. You, they guess what? They got kicked out right before getting to the playoffs last year. Almost made it so close. This year they make it to the playoffs. Yes, good job. You gotta get out round one. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's just it. It's not in the car. Like at the end of the day. So the reason I say, and it's not just because I'm being a fan. I mean, I, I am of course a fan, but man, we we have just come on on all cylinders at the right time, and I feel like the downfall of the Lions is not gonna be the offense. This is this. I think this game is gonna have fireworks. Like this is gonna be one of the best games of the year. This is what I'm expecting um, on Sunday because uh, you have two amazing offenses and you have two defenses that have allowed have allowed some some big plays to happen. So where I kind of land is that this the Lions just fall at, at the the shorter on the shorter end of the defense. We still have Aaron Donald. We still have a lot of guys that have been coming on on our defense as of late. Some of the rookie picks have been kind of showing out for us, and it's it is. I just I just kind of feel like McVeigh is gonna have his stuff together. He's gonna know exactly what to expect, and I I feel like we're gonna be able to bring home this win by 
just share like better offensive scheme. Like I, you know, Ben Johnson is amazing. I think he's gonna get a, a great. I hate Ben Johnson to the Falcons. Please let it happen. That's what that's what I hope to see. But in the meantime, I I gotta take I gotta take the Rams on this one, man. I I think Stafford is as hot as he's ever been, and I think he's also gonna feel like you know, hey, man, I you know I'm going back home to to the light to the to Detroit. Gotta show them what they're missing. Like like this is. Stafford is one of the biggest chip on the shoulder guys since he's started in the league. We know this. Like Stafford is a guy that he's he is the truck that brings the team with him. If there's one thing, the difference between Stafford and Goff is that when the chips are down, Stafford can bring a team back. With Goff, if you start, if you if you get into that fourth quarter and you're down a score, uh, two scores, a score, it's not happening. I, I will bet any amount of money. If we are ahead in the fourth, it's over. It's over. Because Goff does not bring a team back. He does not have the dog. I'm sorry. He's a great quarterback when the team is winning. When a team is down and needs to come back in in a, in a, in a hot game like this, I don't see I don't see Goff being that guy. Rams, baby. Mm. Who's house? What you got, Dave? What do I got? Come on, come on. Let me yeah. be the lone wolf here. Y'all you know, go ahead and tell me tell me I tell me yeah. why I'm wrong. No, no, tell no. Tell me why I'm wrong. No, no, no. All right. All right, Theo. Okay. All right, Theo. You know, I wasn't going to put on the show, but you know what? We're on YouTube now. So, it's time for David to have his little rant. The media has been talking all week long. Stafford versus the Lions. He's going back to Detroit. He's gonna he's gonna win. He's going back into Detroit and he's gonna show the Detroit Lions why they should have never left him. But you know what? There's another quarterback in this game that got abandoned by their team. And that was Jared Goff. The Los Angeles Rams traded him away like he was nothing. <clears throat> just two years, just just two years. After he led them to the Super Bowl. Loss. It, okay. Against, <laughs> I mean, the Patriots, though. So, all right. Let me just say this. Jared Goff is going to have a chip on his shoulder in this game. Just as much as Matthew Stafford has a chip on his shoulder. Okay. Matthew Stafford has won the championship in Los Angeles. So now Jared Goff has that little bit of chip where he's going, you know what? Los Angeles thinks that they've won because they got Stafford. This city of Detroit, I'm ready to be the hero. I'm ready to be the quarterback to do what Matthew Stafford was unable to do and bring the city of Detroit a Super Bowl. And the way that he's been playing and the way that this defense has been playing and everyone's, you know, I mean, they've bought in the past couple of years to the Dan Campbell system. And you think, you think that Jared Goff is going to allow Matthew Stafford and the Rams to come into his house now? That's his house now. I I do think that, yes. And you think he's going to allow them to just walk away with the W? No. No. Jared no Goff, no he's got the dog in him. Jared Goff is going to win. I'm taking Detroit in this one. I'm taking Detroit. And you know what? Shame on you, Theo. Shame on you for wanting to bring Detroit another heartbreaking season. Shame on you. 
I mean, I'm just gonna leave it at that. You made it to the playoffs. You made it to the playoffs. Congratulations! But, it's better than what, last what are they season. gonna do? What are they gonna do? Become the new Buffalo Bills? Make hey, it to hey, the playoffs hey, and hey, never hey, win? Hey, hey, hey! Next year you go a little. Next year, next year. Sorry, you, Glenn. You, you I wasn't. You go, know, go further. Yeah, low blow, low blow. Glenn, what do you got? So, I'm the taking the Lions. I'm just gonna be Let's blunt. Go. I'm taking the Lions. And Dan Campbell Y'all, wants to see on. Dallas Cowboys again. He wants that redemption. He wants that oh, anger. He wants yeah. all of that. Jared Goff is going to be fine. You got Jameer Gibbs scoring multiple touchdowns a game. Amon Ross St. Brown's a beast. The one thing that's going to decide this is how well each defense plays. You're right. You hit it on the head, Theo. Both defenses give up a lot of points. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think either team has a top 15, 15 defense. Yeah. Yeah, no. like it, no. I, I would highly doubt it. If they had a top 15 defense, if they do, then then I'm wrong. But to me, it's more of it's the redemption arc, right? You're having the Stafford and, and golf back to back on this. You know, the script writers are at it again, as we said, what, 17 times already in this podcast. So to me, though, Matt Stafford absolutely has always had the dog. He's a gunslinger. He can throw the ball sideways under his body, whatever. He'll play with a broken collarbone or whatever. But mm-hmm. the team that he played with in just in Detroit is significantly different than the team that he won a Super Bowl with in with the Rams. Also significantly different today. So you got Cooper Cup, you got Puka. You I think offensively, they're very well matched. And defensively, Hutchinson's playing real nice. Donald's playing pretty good still. He's I just don't know. If this is going to come down to a touchdown for touchdown or field goal for field goal type scenario, because both teams to to me seem matched. Like this is that one game that they're pretty well matched, and the other teams the other games at least feel to me like there's one team at least has the edge, and it's kind of known. This one is gunslinger versus gunslinger, solid running back, solid running back, great wide receivers, great wide receivers, and and. To me, I think it goes to Detroit because they have that that hardiness to them, right? They need to own it. They own the North, and the Rams are not the Rams of when they won the Super Bowl. They still have some holes in the defense. I still think it goes to the home team here with the Lions. I just, Dan Campbell is out for blood. I can't wait. I can't wait for next season, next, next, uh, next podcast. What are you guys? I mean, gonna, if, if, I the mean, li- if the Lions lose, you know, I got it. Good. But I just, I think it just goes to them. I'm saying, I'm thinking no chance. The There's yeah. no chance the Lions win. No chance. No, no chance. chance. No. Let's go, dude. Lions no. by 30. <laughs> uh, well, it, dude. No. If, if Stafford gets dude, injured, I'm probably. Just, I'm Dude, sorry, Stinson man. Bennett. What if? What if? How about? How about this? How about we we sit both quarterbacks down and let them watch their team, and you have Stinson Bennett versus, Bennett versus um, uh, Hooker. What's his name? Hooker and then Hooker. Two of the oldest quarterbacks in the in, in the draft That's last year. Crazy. Let's go. <laughs> I would go with Hendon Hooker crazy. on that one. Yeah, I loved Hendon oh, Hooker. Dude. I, I love that analysis. Yeah. It, it, when, if he didn't get injured, I think he'd be in the same conversation as Stroud. But the one matchup wow. that we haven't touched yet, though, Bills and Pittsburgh. 
I mean, is that? Yeah. I would pay, I would pose this question. Oh, really? I was gonna say. No. I, I don't think Pittsburgh no. belongs in the playoffs, even though they have a winning they team. Don't. I don't. How do they know. win? How How are they, they here? Mike Tomlin, hundred percent. Mike. How Tomlin. Yeah. are they here? Yeah, it's Tomlin. He blinks it's Tomlin. and it's a win. I, I don't understand it. I, yeah. And oh, and and I heard T.J. Watt out this game. Yes, so. he is out. Yes, he has yep, a sprained he MCL. Did you see the? Did you see the 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 tweet from uh, J.J. Or he's like, what they know is like. He's like, Dude. if I put on, if I put on TJ's, <laughs> like, would they? I think I JJ's know. a little bit bigger than TJ. He's he's way bigger in yeah. frame. Yeah. yeah, yeah. TJ's way more nimble and like, <laughs> yeah. It's like watching the Bosa no, brothers. I mean, the Bosa brothers are more like how, hand in hand. Like the 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 fact that the Pittsburgh Steelers with they've had quarterbacks like Kenny Pickett, Kyle Rudolph, Mitch Trubisky this Rudolph year. Rudolph wasn't too bad, and. And Pickett's no. actually so both of them had the best game. So Pickett had his best game and got injured. Rudolph comes in the next time, has his best game. Pickett is still injured in the Shout last game, and Canada. Rudolph still comes out and plays mm-hmm. pretty well. Mm-hmm. The defense for Pittsburgh is not the old Pittsburgh. Let's be real here. It, Pittsburgh no, and with, not and with TJ Watt out, I mean it's it's going to be really yeah, hard for them to I, stop the the Buffalo Bills. I mean, I don't think anyone. Now, granted, I don't think any of us would complain about a Kyle Rudolph and uh, Miles Garrett matchup rematch again. You know, that'd be pretty oh, insane. Oh, you mean Mason, Mason and yeah. uh... oh, Mason Rudolph, not Kyle. Kyle Rudolph yeah. was the tight end, we know right? Yeah, yeah. we know. Yeah, whoops. Mm-hmm. Um, so hey, we're football analysts over here, or media, whatever you want to call it. But um, amateur, we're amateur. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Amateur. Oh my god, amateur, uh, yeah. for sure. Um, yeah, dude, I, I don't think that there's any way. Like it would have to. It, it's like almost like Doctor Strange, you know, during the End Game, where he's just like, oh, we have one chance out of like 13 million or something crazy like Doctor that you know strange i what did i, I say doctor St- you said mr strange yeah. mr strange all right well i'm just gonna stop <laughs> talking for a little bit buffalo bills are gonna win this game yeah, that's my take. i think i feel like we're all I'll, gonna be I'll, pretty I'll simpatico it, guys take it. i made simpatico it on this I one it. there's no i get I, nervous i, I don't camera. I don't I, I don't think the analysis has to be too long on this one. What nah. what can they what can they do? I mean, listen, but other than uh a very like, you know, uh known for the Bills self implosion that listen, it's possible, but I don't see it happening. I there, there's not enough, especially maybe with TJ Watt in this game, you could say he just dominates the game. Um and and Pittsburgh scratch out a win, but nah, there's no way. So there's no way. So question for you: If you were the owner of the Pittsburgh Steelers, granted your head coach has not had a losing season in his tenure there, but first round exit seems to be kind of the storyline every single year. Do you consider making a change? I consider making a change at GM first. That's what I would do. Okay. I take the GM. Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. Just, Tomlin's proven it on the field. Let's be real. Over yeah. over the course of his yeah. of his seasons, his tenure, right? He's proven it absolutely 
and he's won a Super Bowl. So it's not like it's not possible. The GM, yeah. I think in, in the NFL, the GM does not get the credit when it's due, when there is a superb draft class and it lasts out. But they but they get it when they win the Super Bowl, right? But mm-hmm. over the course of years, you always penalize the head coach and all this stuff. What happened in the Falcons organization, you should have canned both of those jokers. Same thing yep. with yep. how the Bears and the Panthers, in, in the Steelers' case, you can the GM, you keep the coach. You have to. They were talking about doing this with the Buffalo Bills. Like, is McDermott really that good? Because at one point, they were almost going to tank after they went like 5-1 and one or something. And then they turned it around. So... Mm-hmm. The Bills are hot right now, but so are the turnovers for Josh Allen. Josh Allen is very turnover happy, and I don't understand how. He's got the size. He just What we saw in the Dolphins game is he just chucked the ball, which is not how you're supposed to do that, and he knows that. And anytime he mm-hmm. takes risks, the Bills are willing to let him do it because yeah. there might be a touchdown there. But yeah. their, their run game wasn't as good last, last time. This game, I think it's going to be totally fine. The, he might turn the ball over once. But I think they're going to be totally fine this time around until we watch the other games and how they play out. We may be totally wrong. We might be totally right. But the Bills absolutely own this game. I don't think it's much to talk about outside of the whole GM and and head coach for the Steelers. I think the Steelers need to find out who their quarterback is. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and the whole Najee Harris conversation earlier Mm -hmm. in the season and – is he legit? Is he not? I think that's more of an offensive line thing than a junior quarterback reading defenses, calling out the mic, shifts, audibles, stuff like that. Get Penix in, in Pittsburgh, and it might be a totally different conversation. Or like a mm-hmm. Bo Nix, you know? Oh, wow. Keep in mind, yeah, we've got a lot of quarterbacks Pittsburgh. coming in. And they, hey, they may not be I looking mean, for one yeah. right now, but you could easily trade up and steal. I, was just I don't think say, he, I, I think you just ripped the are... Band-Aid off. What Maybe. do you mean? Like, just Drake, rip the band-aid Drake, off with, I Kenny, don't know. With, with, with Kenny Pickett. Oh, no, yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. he's your guy. You no, know, no, so no, just no. rip the band-aid no. off now. Yeah. You got a deep uh-huh. quarterback class coming. You you don't have to go up and move to the top spot in order to get a, a solid quarterback. You know, I think one that's better than Kenny Pickett, at least. Jane Daniels, you can, I think, would actually fit very well for their offense. We can, we yeah, can say that I mean, Oh yeah, for sure. That's that's another. That, that's yeah, we a got a lot of episode. speculation that could do over the off season. Um, oh, what about this coaching yeah. carousel, man. What what, dude? It's like Ooh. you're fired. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. And then Nick Saban's just like, "Hey guys, I'm gonna retire. So see ya." Yeah, I can, I, I I came back. I mean, I know that's college, like, right? But that's still huge. Yeah, yeah no, it's huge. Nick Saban retires. I'm like, yeah. What? My okay. entire existence has got Nick Saban in it, and it's. And then next thing you know, Pete Carroll says, I'm not going to be the head coach anymore, but I'm not going to leave the organization. Bruce Arians, here you go again. So, yeah. My crazy it's... thought, okay, and you guys know I always have some crazy thoughts. So I'm just going to, I just want to put it out there because I know that this is the the likelihood. Of, actually, there is zero. If there's if there is a possibility of negative chance, that would be what I would bet on because I know that this would so not still happen. So you're saying there's a chance. chance. Theo, me and my guy. Um, So, but hypothetically, right? Nick Saban leaves. Bill Belichick enters. Oh, my God. Oh. Check his water. 
Check his water. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. As soon as I said it, I was like, ah, that's kind of crazy. I don't think Bill Belichick would go to the college level. But that would be wild. So, yeah. But Bill Belichick, as of right now, is still in New England. So who knows if that's even going to happen. But Mike Rabel is out in Tennessee, which was kind of – I don't want to say it was a surprise, but I think it kind of was because – I think that he's definitely going to be a very desired head coach, especially in like one of the like, could you imagine if like Atlanta picked him up? And Derrick Henry's available now. And Derek, well, I mean, they got Bijan, but I mean, wherever he goes, he could definitely take Henry if they need a, a running back. Henry's probably the highest marketable running back right now. Like the, the whole last year oh, scenario yeah. with Barkley and Eckler. And I'm like, if if Derrick King or Derrick Henry, sorry, Derrick Henry came out and was like, "Hey, I want my money," Titans would be like, "Here you go." And you know, the hell, they paid Tannehill. Yeah. Let's be real here. Nah, I think Derrick wants a ring now. I think he's he, he's going. Yeah, he's going for money and ring. Probably he's going to a team that has the highest chance of getting them a Super Bowl win. Derrick Henry to the Buffalo Bills would be kind of wild, or the Baltimore Ravens. Ooh, that'd be insane. That'd I mean, we saw Dalvin insane. Cook. And my brain just stopped. Dalvin Cook. That's that's actually pretty awesome to think about. That would be so cool. Lamar Jackson, Derrick Henry in the scene. Guess what? They're running the ball. Dude. Pick one. Yeah, like, and you can't yeah. do anything about it. They're no. running the ball. You know what's happening. You know they're about to run the ball. You're just like you're gonna either get juked throw, out, throw or you're gonna get Heisman across the field. <laughs> yeah, by two Heisman winners. Offense, <laughs> such a ridiculous offense. But yeah, it's gonna. It's super exciting to even think about. Or Josh that. Allen and Josh oh. Allen. So out of all. <laughs> Because Derrick Henry so, played quarterback in, in Tennessee. Let's be real. It's like dealing with two Derrick Henrys. Oh, my gosh. Best, so best what? Adam, if you had a trouble c- tackling the quarterback that's 6'7", like 260, have fun trying to catch or tackle the equally sized running back running at you at like a 4-4-40. Everyone is complaining about the tush push in Philly. If Derrick Henry goes to the Bills, the tush push would be unreal. It would be like an eight-yard game. Dude, yeah, it would be. It's like, all right, fourth and eight. You know what? We're gonna go for a quarterback sneak. Let's just fourth and thirty-two. We're doing a QB sneak. Yeah. (laughs) So, out of all of the, out of all the head coach, so we have the Chargers, Mm -hmm. we have Uh Atlanta, we have Tennessee, we have um, Carolina, Carolina, Seahawks, Seahawks. and I mean, I guess technically the Raiders. Right, but if they don't hire Damian, no, Pierce. they're gonna take they're gonna take Pierce. I think Ryan's oh. and Pierce are pretty locked in right now. I think so yeah, because I've better. heard rarely ever has Davis ever gone against his team. You have to remember the the Raiders organization is like a, it's like a weird like collegiate culture type deal. You bleed the the silver and black. Look at their fans, man. Vegas is very clicky, and they just eat it alive. In Oakland, when there's nothing but that in the Golden State Warriors, and the Golden State Warriors without Steph Curry is kind of, but then the Raiders, who were playing in a dump for the past 20 years and weren't even that great, except for the one year that they played the Bucks in the Super Bowl, and they still sold out. So I. No, we like the Bucks. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, what I'm saying is, right. I don't think the Davis family go against the will of the team. You have the culture, you have the wins in the in the trajectory to start this new thing. And Antonio Pierce is a he's a a leader of leverage. He's a leader of motivation. So what I'm saying is he knows the guys to pin. He knows the guys to pick and all this other stuff. He's not the one making play calls. He might make one here or there, but he knows who to touch or who to leverage to get what he thinks the team needs to do. Do we need to do a blitz? Do we need to do a deep pass? Do we need to play action? Hey, what do you think about this? He is bouncing his leadership ideas onto the guys who know in the specialties to get it done. Mm-hmm. And he's leveraging yeah. those high motor guys like Max Crosby and Jacobs and all of them to get the team moving in the right direction. You had a backup quarterback come in after you just paid out on Jimmy Garoppolo getting injured. Shocker of the year there. Not. Jimmy's always injury prone. And you came in with the the high school version of Derek Carr and just strap on a mustache. And he's didn't even throw a pass. He didn't even complete a pass after the first quarter or something like that in the NFL, and they won the game still. That's insane. Because they, they have the culture of yeah. the, who the Raider identity is. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I'll, I don't think the Davis family goes away from that. Well, I mean, I definitely want to see Pierce as the head coach there. So let's say that the Raiders, they're off the table. So you mm-hmm. got the Chargers, the Falcons, the Seattle, um, Panthers. And I, I know I just listed off the, uh, the other teams. Or Titans. Um, so I think honestly, I think the Titans and the Carolina Panthers are the lead. Oh, and the uh, Commanders, because isn't Rivera like they? Yeah, Rivera's pretty much, out. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So like, so out of all of those, I feel like it's between the Titans and not even not even so much the Titans because I did like what I saw from Will Levis, and I feel like that he you could definitely build around him. Mm-hmm. I know that you're probably going to be losing, you know, Derrick Henry, but I mean honestly. For for the draft class to be this year, I mean, it's the most talented that we've probably seen in a long time. So you can definitely find some great talent in like the mid rounds this year. You don't have to trade up. So if you have your quarterback, you can, you know, kind of make some moves um, or just let the player fall to you this year. But I feel like maybe the Carolina Panthers have to be the most least desirable because you don't, yeah. you didn't really saw what, I mean, what, what's who's Bryce young, right? Like, was it, was it the coaching? Was it just a, a, a bad mix overall? And he was just kind of thrown in. Is he going to get over it? Like, well, will we see a better Bryce young next year? Um, and who is he going to throw it to, you know? So you have so many and they don't have draft picks, on top of that, because they yeah. traded away the house for Bryce Young. So for me, that's the least desirable. The most desirable is honestly between the, the Chargers and the Falcons, because yeah. the Falcons have really, really good players. They just need a quarterback. And they're like, in a position to get one. Mm-hmm. And they oh, are absolutely. in a position to yeah. So you can definitely get that and then just utilize Kyle Pitts and Bijan Robinson, and you should be okay. Your offense should London. definitely run. Mm-hmm. And Drake London. I can't disagree though with like the the ESPN analysts or the NFL dudes because the Chargers are the gem. 
They are a complete team. They have they the are. talent. And yeah. all you got to do is roll in with the right staff, and we are having a completely different conversation a year from now. Yeah. And yeah. the Falcons, ready to go. I think, are like step two in that scenario because they yeah, have the talent minus the quarterback. Mm-hmm. You could probably coach one in or maybe not even trade for – you could probably trade for one and, and kind of pick who you want for the draft there. But there is a healthy QB draft for this year. And I think the, the mm-hmm. yeah. Falcons are in a position to make a run next year, absolutely, which makes me a little upset as a Bucks fan, but it is what it is. And then I think yeah. the third the third team to me sounds actually the Washington Commanders. They have their quarterback. They just need the staff behind him. They have a running back. They have McLaurin. I mean the defense they lost they lost Chase Young, but they weren't playing all that bad. Where's their pick this year, Commanders? Um, Aren't they picking like third or something 10. like that? I, I think they're like fourth or fifth. Because you st- remember, you still got the Cardinals in the mix, which I don't know yeah. how that guy still has a job, but whatever. No, I think the common, I think the Cardinals won too much. Oh, that's right, because they beat Let Philly. Right. Um, what about the Giants? Um. Where is it? If of course, this doesn't. This right doesn't now. have. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, I'm trying to pull it up right now on Google. I mean, I we're, literally we're definitely just, okay, professionals okay, over okay. here. I I got it. Like, oh, see, yeah, they pick second. The commanders oh, really? have the commanders second, pick they have second. The second pick. That's what I'm is saying. That, like, so they, they they are taking a quarterback. So they They're could. Not, there's no way they're taking a quarterback. There's no way that you don't they're think... passing up. My gosh, man! You know I like Sam Howell though. Like I, I get it, He's but I, I liked him. You like him overtaking a um someone like Williams or Drake May? I Williams would take him a hundred percent over Williams. I am not Drake a May would in actually Williams be a very interesting compliment to that team though, because Drake May, yeah, I can agree like a, with Drake May. If I could go back and regrade a bunch of dudes, but like Howell wasn't that bad. But I think Drake May is way better as far as the the talent to money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm that's what I'm saying. I just the quarterback, like like you like you said just now, Glenn, like this quarterback class is legit. It's legit. Um like I I, I don't yeah. want to take anything away from what Sam Howell did. I I think he's I think he's a good work in progress, and I think he could get there. But I think there's a there's at least three guys in this draft that are past where he is already and could immediately kind of push that team. Because if you look at that team too, they're not too far off. I mean, Terry McLaurin is 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 a is a is a good wide receiver. I think Jahan Dotson had a bad year this year. I, I really expected more out of him. But I, I do I don't know. The enemy that that this the scheme. It was weird. It was off all season for me with their offensive scheme and what they were doing. Um, so, yeah, I, I think this team could be much closer than they are with a guy like uh, with one of the top kind of three quarterbacks coming out. Like even even if we're talking about someone like, you know, Penix or someone like, like I don't know, like we this it could could offer them another just another kind of thing there. Penix is a little bit closer when we're talking about Howell, but I I I still like uh Williams and Drake May over over Howell. Um, yeah. 
you know, sitting here thinking about kind of like these these draft picks, you know, because the the big question with Chicago now is do they do they take a quarterback, right? Do they take a quarterback or do they trade him away? And it's like, I don't know. Justin Fields is fine. Yeah, personally, I feel like Justin Fields just needs to get a team built around him. And they they have the opportunity to not hit the hard reset button here with the picks that they have. They can trade away that first overall pick for, I mean, a ton. If you're the Bears, you get defense and you bolster your line and you play to Justin Fields' strengths. He does the read option. He does the RPO. He's not Lamar, but he's also not sitting there just Joe Burrow. No. So, like, you have to sit there. Yeah. You have to play with his medley. man. Yeah. You have to. Yeah, I I completely agree, man. I'd be so disappointed if they if they took another quarterback right now. It's just like to me, you they're in the perfect position to build around a guy and like you you, you know how much they could get for that they, they can make a killing Dude, for the first overall just take pick Marvin in this Harrison. Draft. Just go for it. Or just take yeah, or just get Marvin Harrison Jr. But you could even trade back and get a ton of stuff for them. Trade back maybe a few picks and then Still, maybe even get Marvin Harrison because I mean, like the, the whoever is going to that first overall spot is definitely going to be taking, taking probably Caleb Williams, yeah, right, or Drake May. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. So I I don't agree with it. I don't agree with it either, Glenn. I don't think that one of those quarterbacks should go. You if if you're in the position to get a talent like Marvin Harrison Jr., you get him. Period. You know, because yeah. or Dunze. could you imagine is not far off either. <clears throat> right. So, I mean, you have you have the the picks, but they could they could seriously get the capital that they could get for this first overall pick because their next pick is pick five. So it's not like they're falling all the way you know down. Their next pick is at pick five and they'll probably get another first round pick if they trade away the, the the first overall one it's not like they'll they'll lose a pick right they'll get one back it'll just yeah. be later on in that draft and then who knows like who knows what they could offer for him right so if i'm him well no cuz i kind of like their running back the cuz i was going to say trade up for sure yes so then you look at the then then you look at the um you look at the Broncos as a candidate of a coach where they're like to be under the microscope and Sean Payton. Yeah. Like I, yeah. he's fantastic yeah. as a play caller. Yeah. He's a fantastic schemer, but what you had, you had a winning team and you busted it. You drove yeah. your quarterback into the deepest morale pit that you could have possibly found. And then you canned him because you felt like it. Now yeah. you know, to me, that's like a dictatorial way of doing it in the head coaching world. But you, Sean Payton, if he does but not Sean win, Payton, yeah, you don't. If Payton. you don't win exactly. nine games, you have to win nine games or more, Sean Payton, next year. Period. To me, to oh, prove that that was yeah. a solid decision. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because if you yep. come up with a losing 100%. season or a tying season in some weird form, like eight, eight, and one, if you don't come out nine and eight, you suck. Yeah. And and you made the if, worst if, decision. If the quarterback that you choose to pick to build your team around isn't producing year one 
you've you, you've completely lost the locker room and you've lost mm-hmm. the trust of that city. And it's mm-hmm. unfortunate because the unfortunately for the Denver Broncos, so if you're a Denver Broncos fan, we definitely feel for you because you have I mean the amount of money that you have just spent over the last couple of years between Russell Wilson and Sean Payton. And I said it at the beginning of this season. I know you guys They asked him that. to take a cut. I said it. This they marriage is not Yeah. Like, like no. This I knew I knew it wasn't going to work. I knew it wasn't going to work. I knew that the marriage between Russell Wilson and Sean Payton wasn't going to work. I saw no. the way that Sean Payton ran that team in New Orleans. And Drew Brees was a yes man. He was going to yeah. do whatever Sean Payton wanted to do. But Russell Wilson, throw, he's, you know, yes, I yes. <laughs> I mean, he's far superior than Russell Wilson. But at the same time, Russell Wilson is this guy who's his ego is, I mean, as big as, you know, I mean, the, the state itself. So it's like when you have two guys like that, when you just have, I, I knew it wasn't going to work. I knew it wasn't going to work. And I didn't yeah. understand the hiring with Sean Payton because I knew, I knew that Russell Wilson and Sean Payton weren't going to be a good match and it proved it. And now they can't, they can't bring Russell Wilson back. They just benched him because just like what you said, Glenn, Hey, take a pay cut or else we're going to bench you. Well, I'm not going to take a pay cut. Okay. Well then we're going to bench you. And they did. So, Now you're in a position to where you miss the playoffs. You're a joke of a team as of right now. There's really no clear path for your future, and you have to do something. So if I'm the Chicago Bears, I smell the desperation in in Denver, and I try and take as much. I mean, I drain them dry for this first overall pick. So then that way Sean Payton can get the quarterback that he wants, and then you know maybe it will work out, but I highly doubt it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, I don't think I just I I felt the same way as you. I mean, even to see him come in and do what he did and say what he said about whether or not it's legitimate or not about um uh the Jets offensive coordinator. Oh, Hackett. You know, oh, Nathaniel Hackett. Hackett, yeah. you know, um it didn't, no, he said you know, didn't didn't need to be said and then he also went ahead and got beat by that team so it's like i mean at the end of the day i think this he's like it's a very old school type of thing that i I, like i think that he's still coaching by like still i don't know but i completely agree that i i I just hate seeing him there i don't think he deserves the opportunity and you know we'll, we'll see what happens coming forward but if he doesn't like you said if this season is not a winning season yeah, I I, I feel like we should I mean, probably Sean, should not see him again. Sean Payton reminds me of if you try and order Bill Belichick off a wish. You know, I mean, it's just he he, he <laughs> wants to. I mean, he 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 wants to be this you know not dictator that leader that and everything, Ooh. but it's just like you, you just you don't get it from him, man. You just don't get yeah. it from him, and and it, it doesn't even look like the locker room buys in to, to his systems, you know. So no. well, look at the playbook that he no. gave. I the hated watching the Broncos all year. Yeah, I hated watching them all year. It was it was. I don't know. It was something unentertaining about that. And then team. what do you do I with just... Jerry Judy? If you're the Chicago Bears, do you go after Jerry Judy? Not just for the first overall pick, but do you go after Jerry Judy to pair him up with DJ Moore and then still get a, a handful of draft picks from them? Maybe. 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 I don't know. Maybe. 
Yeah. Um, they, didn't, interest there. they didn't play together in college, right? No. Fields and Judy didn't play together in college, right? No? Okay. All right. Y'all know. I don't know. I want to know that. That would be that would be all Glenn. Jerry uh, Judy know. was Alabama. Fields was okay. from oh, that's Georgia right. that's to right. Ohio State. Ohio, right. Okay. Gotcha. Did right. they play against each other? So, yeah. Not oh, with, okay. but against. Gotcha. Yeah. So well, I mean, hey it's guys, gonna it's gonna be it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be very good. interesting. This offseason, I mean, we're not there yet, but this offseason is already cooking up to be one of the best that we've seen in the past years. And the past few years have been crazy enough as it is. So for me to mm-hmm. say that, it's just it makes me excited. But I mean, guys. If this is your first time tuning in because we're on YouTube now, we definitely appreciate it. Hey, go back. Go back, man. We got, I mean, we got a list of, of, of episodes. We've been doing this now. We've been doing this for a while. This isn't our first rodeo. This is our first rodeo on camera. But, you know, it's not our first rodeo. You can find us on Spotify. You can find us on mm-hmm. Apple. You can find us on Google Podcasts. So go ahead and go and check us out there. Get caught up. Get, get a, you know, get, you know, accustomed to us and all of our craziness and, you know, all of my mispronounced names and everything else like that. So, but, um, we appreciate you guys. And if, and if you, if, if you're one of the loyal ones, if you, if you're an OG, right, if you're an OG and you decide to come over onto YouTube and support us, we definitely, definitely appreciate you guys. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Hey, we're just three guys who love to talk football, and we got plenty more to talk about in the next coming Man, weeks. It's going to be good. But, Glenn, Theo, before we let these beautiful people go, you got anything for them? Man, I'm just so excited for, for, for what we got coming up. We have, been, we have been hinting at this, talking about this for months now. Um, yeah. It's so exciting to finally get the video portion of this podcast going. As Glenn, as uh, David said, you know we got so much more in store for you guys. There's gonna be so much more interaction on all of our social media. There's gonna be so much more to talk about in this off season. And just for those of you that have been with us, we appreciate you for sticking with us. There's gonna be so much more for you guys to share now that you have stuck with us. I know it's much harder to tell people go watch, go listen to something than to go and watch something, you know, when you have something to watch, it's a little bit easier. You see who you're listening to, you know, continue to share us out, man. Now that we have this video side going, guys, the sky is the limit. We're going to be doing so much more cool things. I'm so excited uh, for, I don't know if I'm excited more for the foot, for the postseason or for, well, no, you know, I'm, I'm, ex- I'm, it's both. It's both. I can't pick, but it's going to be amazing. Thank you guys for tuning in. Oh, for sure. And, and, and Theo, you hit it on the head. We've been talking about this video thing for a hot minute, man. It, sometimes you just got to get it right. And we waited and we waited and we waited and we, we had to get the equipment and we had to get on the same page. And some of us had to trim our beard and, you know, it's, it's all good. It's all good. And and we finally got you guys the product that we wanted to give you now. And, and, and yeah. to that same point, though, please help us out. Give us a share. Give us a like. Beard Zone Podcast on Facebook, the Beard Zone Pod on Twitter, and the Beard Zone Football Podcast on Instagram. Share this video. Share whatever link you want to share. Just give us a click. Give us a listen. Give us a chance. That's all we're asking. 
Yeah. And for our now new YouTube community, we are the Beard Zone podcast on YouTube. You can find us there. So share this video, like this video and hit that subscribe button down there because we are definitely not going anywhere. This is the first of many, many videos to come and many, many episodes. We'll probably have some some other stuff, you know, coming in for like draft analysis and everything. Look for the logo on the beanie on YouTube or all, all of our social medias. That is what you're going to be looking for. That yes, sexy sir. bearded man right there in the helmet right there. So um, go ahead and check out that. But we definitely appreciate you guys. We love you guys for all the support. And uh, like I said, if this is the first time you you kind of stumbling upon us. Hey, welcome. Welcome to the beard zone. So we hope you stick around. But uh, until next week, we come out every Thursday for all of our new listeners at 11 a.m. We'll be releasing all of our podcasts on all of the podcast platforms, Apple, Spotify and Google. And now we're on YouTube. So we're here to stay. We appreciate you guys. We love you guys. And we'll see you next week. Beard zone out.